0: Well, hello, bestie, and welcome back to the Unfuck Your Biz with Braden podcast. As always, this is your friend Braden, host of the Unfuck Your Biz with Braden podcast. I am excited about today's topic, which is the importance of profit-driven systems. But before we get into that, I do have a couple of notes, like always. The first is that you can still access the trial of the VIP tier of our ProfitRx membership. It's my signature program. We will be shutting down the trial next week. So this means you have one more week to get in uh, in the free trial. We might bring this back in the spring. We're kind of debating, but um, this trial is really to kind of like kick off, kick off a new era So, to speak, uh, in ProfitRx. So, open this week and next week. You're going to want to go check that out uh, and sign up to get your free trial. Now, before we get into the core content, well, this is really part of the core content. I just have uh, a little bit of a tangent to go on. Nothing like, uh, nothing super, uh, Super wild. I'm at a loss for words today. I've been doing a lot of talking, but uh, I I was thinking, okay, so this is what we're talking about. I was thinking uh, yesterday after a podcast episode I did with my friend Haley. If you want, you can go check that out. It was a profit report interview that we did um, that got released now a few weeks ago, episode 250. And in that episode, she shared that a couple of years ago, She was in this journey where it was all about the revenue. She was trying to make as much money as she could. That's what it seemed like people were doing. All of the online folks were hyping up all of the amazing revenue that they went in. And then last year, the script kind of flipped and a lot of people were harping on profit. Like profitability is the most important thing. Revenue doesn't... I actually... I went back and looked at my old podcast episodes to get some ideas for future episodes. And last year, I recorded a podcast episode titled, Does Revenue Really Matter? So I don't think I started this trend. Uh, maybe I was part of this trend. If she was listening to my episodes, um, she definitely you know, got preached to about profit. But uh, like all things, I was thinking... I don't want us to get lost in the nuance because there's definitely nuance here, right? I, I was thinking back today, a profit report that I did with my friend Rachel, which was a couple episodes before Haley's. Go check that out. That one was super fun as well. And Rachel effectively shared, and I'm going to be paraphrasing a lot here. She said she didn't mind making lower profit because at this point in her life, uh, she has young kids at home. She's, she's really busy. Her her ultimate thing is that she just needs to pay herself a salary. And that after that she is willing to spend whatever she needs to spend to work less in her business. So I asked her on the podcast. So if you have any goals to grow revenue, would your plan just be to use that extra revenue to hire more people in your business to work even less? And she said, yes. And I think at this point she was already down to working a couple hours a day, maybe. So her future might look like working, you know, half a day, two days a week. It's a possibility, you know? So that, that got me thinking. And of course, this is something I've already had in my mind before, but I don't think I just, I just don't think I express it very clearly. So I want to make it very, very clear that when I'm talking about building a profit-driven anything today, we're talking about systems, right? But profit-driven anything I'm talking about this in the context of it working for you for the profit that you need. It's not about working overtime hours so that you can save a ton of expenses and do everything manually and pay no one to work in your business. I think you all understand that because I talk about hiring and outsourcing a lot. It's about uh, when I talk about being profit driven, what I'm really talking about is optimizing your margins compared to how hard you want to work. So I almost could call this like goal-driven or profit-driven based on your goals. But that's, you know, doesn't have a a great ring to it. But, But here's an example, like just a really kind of simple example. Ask yourself, is it worth spending $75 a month on that optimization tool? So you can think of something that you pay for monthly. It might be a different amount. But hypothetically speaking, is it worth spending $75 a month on that optimization tool when you can manually do that thing in two hours? Up to you, right? What if you could instead offboard the task to a VA and pay them $20 an hour? That technically would save you $35, right? That's assuming that they can do it in the same time that you can do it. It might take them longer, might take them faster. Is that optimization, like is that ideal? Maybe, but maybe not. So maybe you're technically going to save money by having your VA do it, but it could cost you a lot more money in the sense that maybe otherwise you would have your VA spend their time on sales generating tasks. So maybe that's more of like a, an operational task that does not have a direct ROI. You get the picture. This is the nuance we have to think about. So sometimes you can sacrifice profit uh, in order to have more free time. And, and I guess I guess I actually have talked about this as I'm starting to talk about it now. I teach this concept in ProfitRx. I'm like opening the textbook right now. Um, in module four, we have a lesson called Your Profit Recipe. And in that lesson, I go through this exercise that I call Finding Your um, Profit Sweet Spot. And we compare hours worked to profit, to revenue, and you determine at this stage of life, like depending on what your goals are, what you want. It's one of those things uh, where you can really you focus on two out of the three, right? What What's that triangle that you see? Okay, I let me think about this. You often see the thing that's like speed. Uh, Cost, like how cheap it's going to be, and quality. Like, typically, you can only get two of the three, right? If you want it done fast and you want it done well, you're going to have to spend a lot. If you don't want to spend a lot, then uh, you can't get those other two things. Same thing, I think, when it comes to looking at sacrificing hours worked for profit. Uh, or you get the picture. That is our profit sweet spot. So just a fun little intro conversation. If you haven't thought of this for yourself, definitely start to get the, the wheels turning on what that looks like in your business. So now that we've had that conversation, what do profit uh, what do profit driven systems really look like? Well, profit driven systems can look like keeping track of your numbers. Reflect back to episode 251. That's where, where, and when I talked about how you can use the numbers in your business, um, kind of, uh, what's, what's that? Why can't I not think of words today, everybody? Um, it was become, become your own business fortune teller. I forgot the, I forgot the word fortune teller. So I talked about how you can use the numbers in your business to really dig deep and predict what's going to happen in the future of your business through projections, all that kind of stuff. Because ultimately, without the numbers, you you can't really do a whole lot or at least you can't do a whole lot with well-informed data. Like how are you going to make key decisions if you don't have the numbers that you need to make those decisions, right? Profitable systems, profit-driven systems can also mean having a process to track recurring business tools. So you can do this in your bookkeeping. That's easy, right? But you can also uh, do it in a much more clear manner. So in our ProfitRx uh, templates and spreadsheets, we have a tab where you simply, anytime you sign up for a new subscription-based service, you add it on there. So you can see a running total of what your monthly committed recurring expenses are. I talk a lot about baseline revenue on the podcast. That's a type of baseline expense. And knowing those two things is super powerful because you might have a target for what you're comfortable spending on a monthly basis on tools and software. And uh, then you can keep an eye on when you're going to go over that. Also, you can look at that list every month or every week, even when you do your finance Friday routine, more about that in a second or maybe next week. Uh, And you can ask yourself, are there any of these tools that I've made a decision to no longer use? Or are there any tools that, you know, I keep intending to use, but I'm just not using and therefore I should cancel because it's costing me money, I don't need to spend. So that is a type of profit-driven system as well. Profit-driven systems also mean managing your time and spending it on what's going to make the biggest waves, the biggest impact in your business, and this can look like offloading, lower-value tasks to other. And lower-value, I think that kind of sounds like a negative. It's just when I talk about valuable tasks. So I'll give you a concrete example. Our um, beautiful textbooks that I'm obsessed with creating, I make them in Canva. And unfortunately, Canva does not have a functionality yet for you to like add a footer to add page numbers. So I have to manually page number them. And that's like 900 pages in total. And it takes me hours. So I just revamped all the textbook this week, uh, textbooks this week, and that was something that I needed to do. But I also am doing a lot of sales activities this week. I'm onboarding a couple of new employees. I am working on restructuring content. I had to record this podcast episode plus like five more because you know I love to work in batches. And um, normally I would do the page numbering in the evening. I'm training for a marathon right now, so I'm running like ten miles a day and. It's just, I'm just busier than I usually am. And it's something that I could definitely squeeze in, but I'm like, if I off, offload this simple task to somebody else, then I'm going to have more time. So I asked one of my VAs if she wanted to do it. She said, yes, please send it over. Um, sometimes folks want more hours. And it's it's kind of weird because I actually feel bad or like guilty um, offloading or outsourcing these kind of simple tasks sometimes. Because I'm like, who's going to want to do this? But then I remind myself, well, when I have time, I actually don't mind doing it because it's an opportunity for me to be productive without thinking a lot. So then I got to thinking, well, I'm sure that some maybe sometimes my VAs don't want to do it, but other times they might be like, uh, yeah, Brayden, you're going to pay me my hourly rate just like sit and like in front of the TV and like number pages in canva, happy to do it, not a problem. So I'm trying to bring that mindset more into these uh, these simpler tasks that are easy to outsource. When I say simpler, I feel like I feel like a good mental shift for me and maybe for you as well is um, sure some of them are lower skill tasks but but it's also simpler in terms of, I can send out like a two-minute Voxer message and fully explain what I need to have done or like a five-minute loom video. It's not a task that I have to like train anyone to do, which means it's really easy for pretty much anyone to pick up. They're easy to accomplish. It's a quick win for everyone and people are getting paid. So win, win, win all the way around. So think about that, right? That's eating into your time that you can spend working for your best client, your best paying favorite clients or bringing in new super, super fun clients. Profit-driven systems also can mean clear communication with your clients and team. Uh, A lot of profit falls through the cracks if you're not uh, properly communicating expectations, fees, deadlines, the list goes on. You also have to onboard your team uh, and get them, sorry, you have to get them onboard with what you're doing and what your goals are. If you're not all all on the same page, a lot of other things are going to fall through the cracks as well. Profit-driven systems can also mean SOPs. You know, I love a good SOP, a standard operating procedure. And that goes back to the outsourcing thing, right? If you have SOPs, it's going to be a lot easier to outsource, but also you're going to save a ton of time. So I sat down, I can't even remember now, was that this week? I think it was, I think it was this week, just a couple of days ago. And um, my marketing manager and I reworked the SOP that we use anytime I contribute to a bundle. And that was something I didn't really want to do because I'm like, this is an hour of my time, like creating this SOP, it kind of feels like a waste. But then it kind of dawned on me that every time we go to do a bundle contribution, there's so many steps that go into it that you don't see on the front end. Like we have to create a new offer and an email sequence and a promo code and there's more stuff. Too. and it's stuff that doesn't take doesn't take a long time. But you forget the steps that go into it. And then you have to like go back and keep revisiting steps because you're like, oh, now I have to do this. And then you start a new project and you're like, oh, I forgot I have to do this other thing for the bundle. So then you go back and do it. So the SOP helped us clearly summarize everything that needs to be done. We streamline the process. So now we have email templates that can be really easily edited. The email templates are linked in the SOP. So everything is just like click. Add, click add, you get the picture. Um, I'm anticipating it will take us like 30 minutes to go through that uh, SOP anytime we need to do it. So we'll save a ton of time, which means more profit because whenever we save time, it means that the people I'm paying are working less on that project. So we save hours that way. I'm saving contractor expenses, which I'll see when I do my bookkeeping. And then also we get uh, more time to relax, which is, you know, another win-win. Profit-driven systems can also mean uh, tracking your KPIs. KPI stands for Key Performance Indicator. These are your metrics, okay? These numbers supplement your bookkeeping. So if your bookkeeping tells you like what has happened in the business, The KPIs tell you, technically they're telling you what has happened, but they're giving you an indication as to what's going to happen. It's like the, where there's smoke, there's fire thing. Your KPIs are the smoke. It lets you know where there's a slight issue so that you can anticipate what your numbers might look like next week, the month after, all that kind of stuff. So a very clear example for you would be the trial that I'm running. So one of our KPIs is how many trial signups did we get? Because then we have an estimation of how many of you we expect to convert into members down the road. And if we end up running this trial every month, we know that obviously, uh, if we get 10 trial signups, we're going to end up with a lot fewer conversions than if we get 100 trial signups. So our trial signups is a great indicator as to what our revenue is going to be next month when the trial ends, right? That's just one thing. We can also dig deeper and look at, well, what are the email open rates for people in the trial? What are our show up rates for the coworking calls that we're doing and the office hours that we provide? Because we know that the more people show up, the more people that are engaged and engagement leads to increased conversion. So it's a indicator as to what our conversion will be. And the conversion is an indicator as to what our revenue would be. We can dig deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper. So profit-driven systems can also mean really looking at your KPIs, which are going to indicate to you what your revenue is. But you can also have KPIs that measure uh, expenses as well. So many things you can do. Ultimately, uh, each of these things we've talked about are subsystems. That's how I like to think about it. That should live within your broader ecosystem. That is your business um, like operating system. They're sub bullets in an outline, so to speak. So here's how the whole system works the way that I teach it inside of RX. First of all, We do bookkeeping setup. So that sets up your profit-driven systems for your bookkeeping. Then we set up your legalities, which is super important in modules two and three. This is going to help protect your profits. And that's a topic I'm going to talk a lot more about on next week's podcast episode. So stay tuned for that. Then we set up the cash flow system. So how are you paying yourself? Paying your expenses? How are you tracking your profitability? Those all come into play in our cash flow systems. And then we get into tax stuff and our bonus courses, which include a program on hiring, a program on personal finance. So, even talking about systems on the personal finance side of things. And then the one that's most pertinent to today's podcast episode, I have a course called Profitable Systems. That you get access to as a Profit RX member once you go through the core content. So that is our topic today on profitable systems. Now, I do want to look a little bit ahead because I think that's uh, kind of fun to do, right? Always fun to know what's coming up around the corner. In December, we are going to be launching our first ever truly done for you service offering. Now we, we guess we've had consulting services, my VIP days, those kind of things. But this will be the first like big launch that we're doing. And the reason it's gonna be a launch is because we're launching it as a cohort model. Meaning that although it's largely a done for you service, there are going to be some group, group, optional group elements if you want to come to some live trainings that we're going to do during that program. Uh, but the cohort model simply means that we onboard all of our clients around the same time so that we are working with them through similar stages at similar points in time. So the doors will be open for that. The great thing is that if you join my profit RX trial, uh, at the end of your trial, we can kind of assess, well, what have you gotten done? What do you think your next best steps are? Um, are you a better fit for this done for you service? Should you stay in the VIP tier of ProfitRx? Or do you want to maybe downgrade into our base tier of ProfitRx, which still gives you all of our amazing content? but uh, does not get you the support elements in the VIP tier. So that's kind of what we're hoping to do in this trial. You get in, you get started, you figure out what it's all about, what you need, and then we help direct you into the best way to work with us. And of course, we get you thinking more about those profit-driven systems. So that's all for this week. I hope you enjoyed the episode. If you did, I would love, love, love for you to share it On social media, give us a tag, you know, post a a selfie in your Instagram stories, take a screenshot of the podcast, tag us, let us know that you're enjoying the show. This helps get uh, the show out to other people like yourself, helps increase our reach. And that is the best way to say thank you if you're enjoying the content. So that's all for today. I hope you enjoyed it and I will be back in your podcast app next week. Have a good one.